Thanks for tuning in to the Eastern Maine Sports Podcast. Today we'll be talking about the Red Sox Astros American League Championship Series. Please subscribe to this podcast and follow us on Facebook at Eastern Maine Sports, Twitter Eastern ME Sports, or Instagram at Eastern Maine Sports. Hope you enjoy the podcast. This is the uh, Red Sox Astros uh, series preview as they're going to meet in the ALCS the year after meeting the meeting the ALDS. Um, uh, Astros won last year as they went on to win the World Series and uh, should be a great matchup uh, here um, this weekend. I've got Michael Savage, I've got Jeff Hoke, I've got Chris Lesnar joining me. Um, thank you guys for joining today. As uh, should be a great series and uh, start off with uh, just the fact that this is the first postseason, uh, the most wins combined in a postseason series since the 98 World Series between the Yankees and Padres. Doesn't get much better than this. I'm going to actually start with Michael as he's an Astros fan. He's going to actually be down there for games one and two, correct? Yes, that is correct. I'm going to, I play in the Thomas Alumni baseball game tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Uh, going to shower up and then head to Boston probably around like 1230 as soon as I leave Waterville. Yes, uh, and you've been an Astros fan for how long? Oh, more. Probably, honestly, uh, Probably since I was about six or seven years old, I, my fourth grade school pictures uh, decked out in Astros gear, head to toe. That's cool. But uh, you must be kind of happy that they're playing the Red Sox just because it's easier to go, huh? Yeah, I got to go last year. Uh, geez, would it would have been probably like games three and four or something of that nature. But uh, and then uh, got to go to both of those. And uh, yeah, it's pretty much better. And I, I don't really want to go to the Bronx, so it's better to go to Fenway. <laughs> Yeah, no doubt. Um, well, let's start with just kind of the, the matchups here as uh, game one features uh, Chris Sale and Justin Verlander, game two, David Price and Garrett Cole. Um, Jeff, what are, you, what are you expecting out of those two, two games? I'm expecting out of the first game, I'm expecting a low-scoring affair. Both pitchers are very, very good, especially Justin Verlander in the playoffs. Uh, second game, I don't really know what to think right now. I know Garrett Cole is, has been excellent. Uh, end of the season and into postseason this year. David Price, well, we'll, we'll see about that. Well, you, Chris? Well, I look at Sale and Berlander's numbers and both their one postseason game pitched and pretty similar. They both allowed, allowed two runs. Uh, Berlander went five and a third. Sale went six and a third. So very similar there. Probably a low-scoring game. Colin only allowed one earned run in his seven innings when he when he pitched his lone uh, postseason game against the Indians. And with Price, well, we know what happened with him. Um, uh, Michael, the uh, Astros must have a lot of confidence the way they hit Sale uh, last year in Game One of the ALDS, huh? Yeah, they played them this year too down in Houston, and they they really made them like they would take a lot of the first pitches, they take a lot of the second pitches. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but he was almost at 90 pitches like in the third or fourth inning, um, and they got uh, got him out of there pretty quickly. And then uh, yeah, he came. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. It was a relief outing uh, when when Alex Bregman hit the long home run off of him. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, he struggled. Yeah, struggled that relief outing. Yeah, they. You know, honestly, I'm not saying to groove a first strike, but it might be honestly if he at least attack the zone on the first pitch because obviously they've been taking the first pitch and uh, you know working the count. So I mean, honestly, they honestly didn't even swing at the first pitch. It seems like the entire game that he was in last year. Yeah, and. Uh, Obviously, the Astros must have plenty of confidence going against David Price, although although he has done well against them, and they're obviously just the regular season, but he's done well against them, huh? Yeah, I want to say it was probably game three last year. It was a daytime game. I was there, 
And uh, he he come in for what a good two three innings and pitched, if not no hit relief, then one hit relief. But he was on fire. That he's always had success against Houston. It it seems like they're just off balance, like facing him. And uh, yeah, last year he was he was actually the Red Sox best pitcher in that four game four game series. Uh, of course, it was out of the bullpen, and no Red Sox fans going to have confidence in him until he can uh, prove it on the mound. Um, interesting stat about him though. Yeah, he hasn't won a start in his. Oh, he has got zero wins in his ten starts, but um, he does have four quality starts in the, the, those starts. So um, not all have been as bad as we saw against the Yankees, but you know some of some of his bad luck where he just didn't get the win. So um, yeah, he he hasn't been good, but um, I don't think he's been as bad as we all think. And we none of us expect him to do well just because we haven't seen it. But the Red Sox have also hit Garrett Cole pretty pretty well, and they did this regular season. Yeah, he was like 14 and 14 with the Pirates last year. And when we picked him up, like I wasn't overly enthused. And then I started to like, you know, see some of his numbers and realize the Pirates didn't score a lot of runs for him. But he's had a heck of a year. He's he's not he's not going to win the Cy Young, obviously, but he'll he'll get a couple like third place votes or something, I bet. Yeah. And what's kind of the mindset for Astros fans? Uh a lot of confidence um, in Vegas. They come in the favorite. Um, they, they had 103 wins. Red Sox had 108. Um, but must be a lot of confidence um, in Astros Nation. Yeah, definitely. It's changed a lot in the last few years. Uh, I, honestly, I think the mindset right now is just at least win one out of two this weekend and then get it back to Texas and, and go from there. Kind of, I don't want to say steal the home field advantage, but at least get a split and bring it back home to Texas. Speaking on the road, the Astros had – Probably one of the best road records ever. They had 57 wins on the road. Both of these teams are very good on the road. On the road, I wouldn't like if the, if it was two nothing, uh, two nothing Houston after the first two games. I wouldn't think it was over. Just like if it was three two Red Sox going into Game Six at Fenway, I wouldn't I wouldn't think that was over either. Because both these teams are capable of uh, getting a few wins at, on the road. The Red Sox proved that in the uh, in the division series at Yankee Stadium, and the and the Astros just clobbered the Indians at Cleveland, and they, and they were doing that all year on the road. Um, uh, I'll start with you, Chris, here. Um, what do you kind of think of the keys for the Red Sox in this series? And maybe I would tell you what my biggest concern is. It isn't David Price. It's, it's Craig Kimbrell right now. And and maybe what what's your biggest concern for this, this team uh, entering this series? I know most people say Price, but as I said, he's only going to affect him one or two games. Kimbrell, we saw what he could almost mess up the other night. He almost messed up that whole series. And what what, what do you say here, Chris? Well, um, I, I definitely agree with you on the on the the road teams winning in the other opponent's ballpark. Because, I mean, nothing, no knock against Houston, but you know, Texas is more of a football state. I know they love their Astros down there, but if the Sox can go in and win two games at Yankee Stadium, they certainly can go in and win two out of three at Houston as well. My key for the series is you've got to shut down the top of that lineup for Houston. I mean, Bregman batted five fifty six in the ALDS and the top five of that order, they all batted 400 or better. So that, that's the big key is the top five of that Houston order. Um, Jeff, what's, what's maybe your biggest, uh, biggest concern for the Red Sox going into this, this series and, and kind of what, what do you think the keys for them? Uh... Uh, I kind of agree with Chris on the part that they need to shut down the top of that lineup between Bregman and Springer. Uh, they have just been on complete fire right now. And, if you don't stop them, you're you're not in a good shape to win the series. My my concern is the back end of the bullpen, and that's including Kimbrel. But you don't really have that bridge player yet. Um, I know Sale came in during the Yankee series, but that's only because they wanted to 
shut the door and they already use Matt Barnes, but they really need to find that one guy that can really find your way to Craig Kimbrell. Well, I, I, I don't think that's as important. I mean, Brazier and Barnes have proved, you know, of course you could have a bad game anytime, but they've kind of proved that that last series that they doing the job and, and you, they can continue using the starters. They can uh, games one and two, they can use Porcello and Yavaldi if they want games three and four, they could use price and sale if they want, you know, so yeah. they can, they can continue to do that in the playoffs. Michael, Correct me if I'm wrong, but the Astros, that's kind of how they won the World Series last year, using starters out of the bullpen, isn't it? Yeah, Lance McCullers had a d- couple solid relief appearances, and uh, Verlander even came in for, I think, one relief appearance towards the end. But uh, McCullers will be coming out of the bullpen. Colin McHugh is coming out of the bullpen now. And uh, as you probably may have heard, like Morton, his velocity was down a couple starts ago, so they've kind of gave him some rest, gave him one last start, and he's kind of tentatively scheduled for game four. But, yeah, that's that's what they did, the same exact thing. They put the starters in the bullpen, and McCullers got some huge outs towards the end of the season. Yeah, and that's kind of what you have to do in the playoffs to, to get through. And, uh, um, you know, that's kind of why, you know, these these bullpen guys, as I said in previous podcast, that for the Red Sox, they've done well. I mean, the, the guys that weren't doing well in September were the guys like Drew Pomerantz and other guys that weren't going to be on this postseason roster ever, you know. So, I mean, Bonds and Brazier have done well, and even Hembry and, and Kelly did well in the division series. So this is a much tougher lineup. The, the thing with Kimbrough that worries me, he, he's the one that worries me, is they don't, the Astros don't have anybody like Stan that, can, that will bail them out, you know, that will have a bat at bat like that if you get to the ninth inning and you're up two or three runs. I mean, Stan absolutely bailed him out the other night. They, they, they probably would have lost the game if he could have put together a half-decent at bat, but he's, you know. I wouldn't even call that an at bat. No, and that you know, as I said, the Astros don't really have anybody up and down the lineup that will give an at bat like that. You know, they they will give good at bats, and uh, Stan just just didn't. So that that it does concern me. But Kimbrough's also proven this year that he's had bad outings and come back and shut the door for a week or two after, and that's what they need now. Um, so let's just look at the schedule a little bit. Uh, game one uh, Saturday night, eight oh nine p.m. Uh, sale versus Verlander. Game two, seven oh nine Sunday night. Price and Cole. Game three back in Houston, 5.09 on Tuesday. That's Yavaldi and Keiko. Uh, game four, 8.39, a late one on Wednesday night. That's Porcello. And you said who, Michael? As of now, it's Martin tentatively scheduled. Um, his velocity on his fastball was down about four or five miles per hour a couple starts ago. His wife also just had a baby a few days ago. So they're kind of nursing him back. Uh, it could be Verlander on a short rest, but uh, right now it's Morton tentatively. Yeah, so that, that that's how the first four games line up. Uh, game five, if necessary, be at Houston next Thursday, then game six and seven back to Fenway. Uh, if, if they get to a game six and seven, you can get to go to those two, Michael? Uh, I don't have tickets as we're talking, but, uh, it, yeah, probably I'll be there. I, I, I'll say no, but I'll get the itch at the last yeah, second yeah. and have to go. Yeah, there's actually tickets left for games one and two. I was telling these guys earlier for on the face value at RedSox.com. I, I don't want to tell you too. I got I got, yeah, I got a couple emails in my – because I obviously I go to Red Sox games too, but I got a couple emails today saying there were still tickets. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, – I don't want to tell you too much of that. That whole house will be filled with Astros fans. There are too many, you know. But um, but anyway, that's that's how the the pitching lines up for the first four games. A couple couple stats: the Astros they only allowed three point three runs per game this season. That's just that's just amazing. I mean, and that's kind of the combination. They they the starters. Everybody knows about the starters, but their bullpen's uh, better this year too, isn't it? Yeah, we got Presley from Minnesota, and it was kind of an under the radar pickup, and. 
I have like the MLB ticket and I watch all the games, but man, that guy has a nasty, nasty slider, pretty good curveball and fastball touches 95, 96, 97. And that guy is nasty. And then uh, obviously McCullers will be coming out of the bullpen and uh, Colin McHugh, who typically doesn't throw that hard, but he's touching like 95 because he's got less innings this year. So, um, and then Asuna, his he's lights out right now. I know he's rested and obviously missed the first half of the year, but the guy is absolute filthy right now. But Presley and Asuna have absolutely carried the team the last like month or two and helped them fend off Oakland and win the division. Um, this next stat is kind of interesting because uh, the Astros obviously first two games have faced lefties. They were the best in baseball against lefties with an 80, uh, 803 OPS. The Red Sox will face righties the first two games, and they were the best in baseball with 817 OPS against righties. So we're all expecting low-scoring games with Sale, Verlander, uh, Cole, you know, going going to the first two games. But maybe it would be the opposite looking at those numbers that, you know, both of these teams can can hit off. Uh, again, the Astros off left-handers and Red Sox, Red Sox off right-handers. So it might be a little different than we expect. I mean, obviously with Sale, Verlander, we're expecting a low-scoring game, but it could be a little different. Um, Chris, what, what worries you the most about the Astros? Well, it's just getting back to that. Definitely the pitching to begin with, the the, the starters and the bullpen. Um, they've been shut down, lights out pretty much all year. And then and then a guy that two guys that really scare me when they come to the plate are Bregman and Springer. Those guys have been on a tear lately. They've been on a tear all season, really. And those are the two guys really. They really need to shut down the top of the lineup. Period. But those two guys they can really focus in on. And I think we have the we have a good manager to be able to do so. I mean. Couldn't have a better guy than Alex Cora, who was the bench coach in Houston last year. Uh, and I think that will – I think both these managers know the other so well, and, the, and Cora knows the – it's going to be interesting because Cora does know them so well. I, I, I don't know if it comes to the Red Sox advantage, but it definitely can't, can't hurt, that's for sure. Um, Jeff, what concerns you most about the Astros? I, I'm going to stick on the same path as Chris, and I'm, I'm going to say that that whole lineup worries me in a way. I mean, uh, when you have Spring and Bregman who have been tearing the – cover off the ball Altuve who hasn't been as much but can can get hot when when he uh when he does he he's scary uh defensively uh they don't give up a lot of errors this isn't like the Yankees where you have uh Void at first and Andujar at third they're not going to give up a lot of errors so it's going to be it's going to have to come down to clean ball uh it's going to be interesting to see how that can turn out um Michael what's what maybe concerns you most about the Red Sox uh, I mean, they're kind of similar to the Astros. They don't give away any bad at-bats. They don't swing at a lot of balls out of the strike zone. The, the Red Sox start at 7, as you know, and the Astros usually start about 8.15, so I always watch the first hour of the Red Sox. Um, you know, it's the two best lineups in baseball, one through nine, top to bottom, no questions asked. I don't care what any Yankees fan says to me. These are the two best teams in baseball. There's no questions about it. Um, and, you know, they're going to put the ball in play and they're going to make you make the play. And, you know, every, you know, seven out of nine, depending if Sandy Leon plays or whatever. But, you know, seven or eight or nine has the potential of hitting it out of the ballpark. And, you know, you can't groove any pitches in. You've got to you got to give 100 percent attention to every single pitch that you throw at this entire series. And it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a great, great, great series for baseball. Sure is. And, uh, you know, we were both we were talking about Springer there a little bit. I think I think him and Betts remind me of each other 
in, in a lot of ways. And I think I think Spring, Springer being the absolute lead, leadoff hitter is why Alex Cora was so convinced to keep it Mookie there. Oh, oh yeah, and I, we saw the benefits of that. Those two are just dynamic. I, I love watching both of them play. Um, I think two of the two of the more exciting players in, in baseball. And you were saying about their bats. You're exactly right. I mean, everybody's talking about all the home runs the Yankees hit, but that's the only way they scored runs. The Red Sox and Astros up and down the lineup. They know how to produce runs. They don't have to just hit the home run. They can get runs in other ways, and it's it's much better baseball to be be honest with you. And, and um, you know, so it should be a lot of fun. Um, and uh, a couple other things there. Uh, just uh, the, about the bullpen, as you were talking about, uh, Presley and Osuna, that's, that's big for them, and Bonds and Brazier and Kimbrell, obviously the keys for the Red Sox there. Um, right now what we're going to do is go around each of you first. We're going to go um, just a pitch, uh, pitcher and uh, hitter um, to click in the series. doesn't matter which team, uh, you know, but a pitcher and hitter. We'll start with you, uh, Jeff. Uh, I'm going to go with Joe Kelly for the pitcher. I think he's going to uh, – he's coming off a great – series against New York and I uh he's the he's a really a underdog for this series uh some, some a guy that no one's really looking at and as a hitter I mean Mookie Betts is going to be huge in this series again like you said I mean you told me uh on podcast a while ago that the only way that the Red Sox going to win the series against the Yankees is if Mookie Betts could get going in the front of the lineup and I think that's going to be another big thing here uh come this series which extends to seven instead of five. So, what about you, Chris? Yeah, I'm gonna just say, um, you know, I'm gonna go with two pitchers here, right? We'll start the series with I think Chris Sale and David Price. Um, I think the first two games are really important for the Red Sox to win both to win the series. They are a great road team, yes, but I feel like they do need to get up 2 0 in this series. And for a batter, I, I'm gonna go with Mookie. I'm, I know we got you know, three, two or three RBIs there in the Yankee series, but he needs to continue and, and really, you know, really, really get on base here in this series against Houston. We, we can't afford to have Mookie struggle in this series coming up. Uh, what about you, Michael? Um, for my pitcher, I'm going to go with Garrett Cole. Uh, he's had a little bit of like postseason experience, kind of like pitching the wild card game with the Pirates a couple of years, but this is his kind of, uh, you know, big, big, big spotlight. He dominated Cleveland in the first round um, to see if he can step up and, you know, keep it going. And then in terms of a batter, um, I'm going to say, A, Carlos Correa. He's really playing through an injury right now. He's not 100%. Uh, he was almost barely even made contact for the first few games of the Cleveland series. He ended up hitting a bomb pretty much on a fastball straight down the middle, but on his last at-bat, so I'm hoping that maybe gives him some momentum. And someone to keep an eye on who I'm a little bit biased. He's one of my favorite players. But watch for Tony Kemp. He's a little skinny guy. He's gonna, they're probably going to put him at DH a couple games. He puts the ball in play every single time. He has elite speed. The Indians actually tried picking him off and threw the ball away three different times in the series. And uh, he got to advance. And uh, he's just a pesky little player that like you kind of want on your own team and don't want to have to play against. But... He's going to get a chance to do something in this series, no doubt. All right. Well, I'm going to go with, um, uh, for a pitcher, I'm actually going to go with David Price. I, I think I learned, right? Um, you know, but, but uh, I just have a feeling. I think, I think Alex Cora, he says he found something. I have no reason not to, not to trust uh, Alex Cora. But of course, Plus, it's not against the Yankees. So, I well, mean, that makes it a little think, better. I think it's a lot of a playoff thing, too, uh, mindset. But I, I think uh, – 
you know, Alex Cora says he found something. I have no reason not to trust him. Of course, it's David Price that has to go out there and get the job done. Out of the bullpen, I think Matt Barnes is going to come up big. Um, Hitting-wise, uh, J.D. Martinez, he got released by the same team four years ago. I, I don't think – I mean, of course, he's going to be pumped anyway because it's the ALCS, but um, having a big series against them at the biggest time um, would be definitely uh, something to – you know, be big, big for his career. And obviously, we see how great he is anyway. How much he prepares. But I, I think, I think I'm going to pick him. Um, and and another one to watch out for because he's going to play a lot more this series because the Astros have a lot more righties than the Yankees do. Is uh, Brock Holt? I mean, we saw what he did the one game he played um, last series, and I would assume he's going to play games one and two. I know he's been working at first base because Morland's been hurting. Um, so he, he, I think he's going to find a way to get him in there at least game one and two. He'll probably sit out against Keuchel in in game three. Um, but I think he'll get a lot more playing time, so you know that that will be interesting to see there. Um, now we're gonna we're gonna end it here in a minute, but we're gonna we're gonna go around and do uh, do some uh, predictions. Um, we'll start with you, Michael, and uh, um, what do you think of how many games is gonna go and uh, how's it gonna go? I'm gonna stick to what I've been sticking with. I've I've kind of waffled a little bit, but I'm gonna go Astros and six. I think that uh, Verlander and Cole each going twice, and uh, the bullpen. They've given me nothing but to be purely confident. Presley Asuna and then McCullers was lights out into relief the other day. So I'm going to go Astros in six. But amazing baseball and great for Major League Baseball. And I hope that everybody that's a baseball fan watches this. It's going to be a sure treat. Sure is. Uh, what, what do you say, Chris? Yeah, I hope that I'm. I'm hope that I'm actually wrong on this pick. But um, these are definitely the best two teams in baseball. Um, I see the series going seven games. I do see the Astros having the edge, especially in the bullpen. I'm going to go Astros in seven. Yeah, what about you, Jeff? I mean, Michael's right and Chris is right. I mean, they're gonna. It's gonna. It's gonna be one of the most exciting ALCSs that we've had in a little while, and especially over in the NLCS too, where you got the Brewers and the Dodgers. So you got two great series going on, which is great for baseball. As for who I go for, I'm going to go uh, with Red Sox in seven. I think they bring it back to Fenway. And I think they can shut the door with Chris Sale coming in for game seven. Um, but I think it's going to be a really, really, really good series. I'm excited yeah, I, for it. I, I agree. I, I'm going to say the Red Sox in seven. You get to a seven game, then all hands on deck. It really almost doesn't matter who has the edge in the bullpen because everybody's going to be pitching except for the game six starter, which will be Price. And we don't care really probably at that point unless, you know, he has had a good series. So, so you know, everybody will be available in, in, other than Price and Cole if, if they do get to a game seven. So Definitely uh, trust me. I tr- Trust me. I hope that I'm wrong on my pick, definitely yeah. by picking the Astros because I'm <laughs> – I'm also a huge Red Sox fan. It's hard for me to say that, but it's okay. Savage as, you know, approves of it, though. Savage yeah. approves. But uh, yeah. but I I hope you're wrong too. But I just I think I think both these teams are great, and it's not really no team has I, I don't think a huge advantage either way. They're so they are similar in a lot of ways. I mean, the Astros have the better bullpen, especially by you know how they how they did. But it's not a huge edge the way the Red Sox bullpen's been pitching, um, you know, in that first series. I think the Red Sox in seven, and uh, you know, we'll see. I, nothing's going to really surprise me though in this this series. Um, the last thing I want to do really quick for this is um, just a quick prediction on the. Um, Dodgers Brewers go and so kind of set up the World Series prediction here. Um, go ahead, Chris. Yeah, I think um, I was just checking on that NLCS today. I saw the pitching matchup for Game One. I think the Dodgers definitely have an advantage with Kershaw over Gonzalez in Game One. Kershaw is around a two point six ERA. Gonzalez four point six or four point seven. 
I definitely see the Dodgers taking game one, but I'm going to actually stay with my pick. Um, the Brewers have won 11 games in a row. Um, I do think they do lose game one, but series overall, I got the Brewers in six. Uh, what about you, Michael? Rooting for the Brewers 100%. My brain tells me the Dodgers 100%. So since I'm probably rooting for the Brewers big time, I'm going to go Brewers and Brewers six. And six. What about you, Jeff? This is going to be a really, really exciting series, just like the ALCS. But I, I think the Brewers have the advantage being at home, which is huge. And I'm going to take the Brewers in seven. Okay. I'm going to go with the Dodgers in five. I think they're the deepest team in the National League. I think they're the uh, talent-wise from top to bottom, pitching, pitching uh, the whole lineup. Their bench is better than most, most team starters. And uh, I, I just going, – going with the Dodgers in five, I, I really actually hope I'm wrong. I, I actually don't care who wins the series. I hope it goes seven just because I like more baseball, um, to be honest with you. But um, I just – that's my prediction, and uh, we'll, we'll see where it goes. But, and I, again, I don't really care who wins the series. I just hope it goes seven. But um, it's good to have the Brewers back in, in contention because, you know, in the, in the spot, I think it's been I – I can't remember the last time. Actually. Yeah, I know. But it's been a long time. So, But anyway, I want to thank um, – you, Michael, for joining us, and uh, have a good trip down there. I hope I hope you see your team lose a couple times, but I hope you have a good time. And uh, <laughs> I'll take a I'll take a split. I'll I'll copy you on some pictures on yeah, Twitter definitely. tomorrow. Thank you. And uh, Jeff and Chris, thanks for joining again. Maybe um maybe next week, sometime during the week, uh, Michael, you can join uh, join as we kind of see how the series is going. Yeah, I'll, I work bankers hours, so anytime after like four thirty. Okay, cool excellent. With me. Well, thank you, and thank you guys, and uh, signing off. Thank you. Thanks, guys.